Hello, everybody. Welcome to On the Home Front. My name is John Murphy. Happy to be here with you, sharing some time once again. Our programs are live on WILI AM 1400 and also 95.3 FM, and they're videotaped for the radio station's YouTube channel, so you can catch our guests anytime on your phone or anywhere else on demand just by going to the WILI channel. Our program today will be in two segments. We're going to open with the Artists Open Studio 2023. They've been doing this since 1988. It's a way to meet artists from all over the region, travel around for the special holiday-related weekends, and get to know local artists and support the local arts economy. So we'll be talking about it with these good folks in just a few minutes. Then we'll take a break, and we're going to have Patty Tewitt and members of the Patty Tewitt Band in the house here. They're going to talk about some concerts they're doing in the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about how they're using media and social media to connect to you, and you know what it's like to be doing live music these days after COVID, and how they're working with venues to keep live music viable. So that'll be our big theme today is music. But uh, we're going to start out here looking at this wonderful program. Uh, there's a website, too. Let me just give you the website right now. They'll be talking about this stuff for the whole segment, AOSCT.org. You can get one of these online with information. And it's a way to go out and visit artists where they live and work, not just in a gallery space, but where they live and where they integrate their everyday life. It's a really cool way to do that. And sitting next to me is Aline Hoffman. Aline is uh, the, uh, the president of the AOS since 2006. And uh, she's an artist as well. And the two people with us in the room are also Lauren Marlowe. He is from Eastford. He's been on the show before. Yes, Good to have you back. And we've also got uh, John Staranovich with us. He was on before last year. He is in the Wellington area. So thank you all for being here today to talk about this thank great you. program. Thank you. And uh, maybe, Aline, you could lead off with the whole concept of this and how people are still learning how to make a special weekend for two times to really connect to art locally. Sure. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Um, I, I would like to start, though, that this year we have 65 participants. Great. And uh, 35 of them are in individual settings. So both Lauren and John are in their own shops. Their home studios. Their home studios, That's yes. That's really great. That's personal stuff. That is personal stuff. Um, 30 of the participants are in groups. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason they're in groups basically is that um, there are those people who want to participate but don't have a space to open to the public. Right. And so they form groups. And so this year I have uh, another person with me at Maple Brook Studio in, in Coventry. And um, so it's, it's really a sweet way for people to visit and yeah. so so it you know we working as artists in our own studios is a very private kind of a thing and we're alone we're by ourselves yeah and it's just really wonderful to have people come in to our spaces whether we're in groups or in our own studios and enjoy our work. And there's no requirement or even an expectation that people are going to purchase 
it's so low key. The whole thing. I mean, that's nice when it happens, but that's not what it's about. Exactly. That. That's right. Exactly. Our mission statement really focuses on educating the public about art and artists. Yeah. You know, I've had many guilds on here, the Coventry Arts Guild, the Stafford Group, and they're all saying some members might have a show once or twice a year if they're lucky, and they have a chance maybe to get a few things out. But you want it to be more frequent. And that's part of what you're talking about now. You have two more weekends. It's the weekend of Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving, and the first weekend in December. So you have a period. I'm going to hold this up now, uh, but there's a map here that you can get online as well so you can locate people easily based on where you are. There's a nice guide in here that lets you know the artists who are participating, uh, what kind of art they do and how to connect to them and their websites and other information. So you can figure out, well, I have an hour and a half, figure out where to go, and it's really easy. And I've done it several times. It's really nice. It is really nice. On a nice afternoon. It's a great drive. Yes. So this is all online. You can pick it up. Yeah. It is online. And I do want to mention that not everybody participates all five days. Okay. Well, that's true. So it's important to look at the dates. Right. So when, when you're choosing right. a pathway to, to travel, checking the dates. Yeah. Um, before I let these gentlemen speak, I need sure. to say that, that sadly one of our people passed last month. Um, Meb Bowden, who does, um, she and her husband have done uh, wonderful wooden functional kitchenware. Yes, I remember her. It was kitchenware, right? Yes, kitchenware. And she passed. Okay. She did pass. However, Meb's kitchenware will be open. Her husband, who was her partner in right. making all these things, right. is keeping the shop open. That's sweet. That's a nice family thing to keep it going, too. Yes. <laughs> kind of bittersweet, but it's nice to keep the art going. Yes. So anyway, just check the map there and the, just to, you know for the proper dates. You've got five days to do this. Great. Uh, Lauren, what's it been like for you now? You've been here for a while doing these. What kind of sense do you have of the people that come and you know, come and visit? Um, well, I think they enjoy the the whole tour in itself. You know, if they have the time to get out and visit a few different areas, uh, you know, artists. Uh, I think they and you know, they really enjoy that. And we try. I try to. We. My girlfriend does all the wood burning on our so we have a little demonstration when people come so yeah they can see that we're that we're working you know how how that you know procedure goes and um so yeah i, I try to walk them through the whole process of making a board what it takes to, you know i'll have a like a raw board there from start to finish so right. they can see what it what it looks like from the beginning process through it's part of the fun is yeah it is part it's of the fun. Yeah, yeah yeah i have a great time uh interacting with people and and you know Anyone that's willing to listen, I'm willing to talk. So <laughs> I have a good time with it. I really do. Yes, I think that's true for all of us. Yes, yes. And John, how about your side of the story from where you are? Well, I, uh, we get people from pretty far away sometimes, like as far away as like Orange, Connecticut, uh, Westport, uh, people from the Berkshires. So word gets around, and the, the brochures are, are certainly fundamental, but uh, also word of mouth, I've, I've found, it has been very, very good. Um, so uh, when people come to my house, I have uh, pieces in different phases of uh, operation. Um, mm -hmm. Like I, I have some things that, like, uh, 
I do mirrored sculpted tree holes that, that hang on the wall. Plus I do other things like tree sections that, um, that are hollow and, yeah. and I, I add things uh, to those. I've seen those. Those are really nooks and crannies. It's really cool how the light plays off the yes, corners. Yes, a lot of them I put uh, LED lights in. Right. And uh, the wall hung pieces all have mirrors. And uh, so I have pieces that are in like uh, what I call shake and bake. If it's a green piece of wood, I keep it in a plastic bag. And uh, that's a like a, tr a controlled decay process. And I have a couple of pieces that I'll be showing people. Oh, they have uh, mushrooms and fungus on them. Right. And that allows me to take the bark off easily and save that first cambium layer. And then I'll, have, then I'll show them how I do a mirror in the back, how, how I make a pattern, how I, how I cut the mirrors. And uh, so, um, I mean, I've had people come in there and spend two hours looking, oh, yeah. at, looking at the, the, the pieces. Well, you know, when you go to someone's home, there's often a lot of stuff to look at. They can't haul everything to a show, right. but it's right there. Right. And uh, like Aline was saying, it is very personal, you know, that you open up your, your house and your studio to, uh, to the outside world. And uh, like when I do a piece, I, I actually, it's so personal, I call it an episode. <laughs> and and uh, until I'm done, my mind is, uh -huh. you know, fully engaged in that piece. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so I guess the arch so, is your diagnosis. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's good physically and mentally to have something like this. I think we're all fortunate that we were able to do this and, and uh, we can share it. I would agree. And I have to ask you, save me the bark. Oh, okay. So the, I will. The, the work that I've been doing since early spring is a whole new series that people who have been coming to my studio over the years have never seen before. And um, it's, I call it the, also the Autumn Leaf series, and I've got um, about 20 pieces. I cut the leaves out of gourds, or I make them with polymer clay. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole process of getting those ready and painting them and- Shaping uh, them, I guess, yeah. And then gluing them on bark which I sure, preserve. That's medium, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my most enjoyable medium at this point. Right. I learned something really cool from you, John, that it's the mushrooms as they kind of decay and eat away that part of the tree, it makes it easier for you to access it to make your art without hurting the tree as much. To right, away, yeah. Right? yeah. It's like Jet a art. controlled decay process. So, yeah. And, and from, it's my understanding that we're, where the branch died on the tree, there's some of that branch left in the tree hole, and that, and that decays. So that naturally has spores in it, which which has a, creates a funguses and oh, mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so I keep checking, and once I can lift that bark off, yeah. Then I go through that that process. Otherwise, right. that that, as Lauren will attest, that that bark is is fused on there. That is, it's not coming it off can be, yeah. easily. That's right. Yeah, I have an artist friend, Adam <clears throat> Cody, who takes those logs, drills holes, and injects spores, and you get mushrooms all season. Right. Oh, yes. It's yep, amazing. Yep, yep. It's yes. incredible how it works, yeah. and it's all yes. natural. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to mention, too, is economics here, because whenever I have guests on, they're all trying to figure out how to be sustainable with this. Mm -hmm. And one question is, of course, it's not a hard sell, but one thing that people have pointed out to me is that when you go to someone's studio, 
everything is at different prices. So mm -hmm. you shouldn't feel like if, you're, if your budget is more limited, there are many things because they're thinking of you as well yes. at their different levels of work. Because not everything can be a $1,000 piece, <clears throat> even though it's worth every dollar. So that's a struggle, I know. So I guess my question in a long-winded way is when you think about pricing, how do you think about that kind of art? And how do you struggle with making it some pieces affordable, mm -hmm. but some are really serious, they take more time, and they need to be paid, or it's not going to work? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the hard side. Of it, that right? is the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. It's real. I mean, I, you, you know what you put into it, you know, yeah. and it's like, okay, so here we go. When you see it, uh, you, know, you see how many hours. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And like, yes. like what Aline was saying, I, I say to people now, when I invite people over or hand them a brochure, I say, and remember, there's no admittance and no purchase necessary. Right. And so it is kind of nice. You can come over and look. Mm -hmm. And and I also um, support buyer's remorse. I tell everyone that buys one of my pieces, if you're not happy with it, uh, you think you made a bad decision, you want something else, I'll gladly take it. Well, not gladly. I'll take it back. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. I'll take it back and, and for an exchange or a refund. Um, and uh, I do try and price some things uh, at a, a lower level. Sure, that's fair. And, uh, Especially so, these days, because people that might even be inclined right now, their situation just doesn't allow it. <laughs> right. So they can still support in a way. Right. And, and I have asked people, because for me in the beginning, uh, and still, pricing is a struggle. I've tried for to keep hours <laughs> on, on pieces, and, and, and I'm not good at that. I get lost in my work, and I'm not good with the books. So, um, you know, it's so so I've I've asked people that, what do you think about my pricing? And most people say it's reasonable for what you do. Right. And uh, some people have even suggested it should be higher. Mm. And I think that would be way out of way out of the price range. But yes. Well, also, so, this is Eastern Connecticut, not Manhattan. Exactly. And so there's right. a whole scale, and this is appropriate to our life out here. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and if, if we were to price things based on the hours that we put into things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Untouchable. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> One way we try to keep the price down, I, I get all my logs from trees that either had came down from a storm or something, or right. had to be cut down or something. Right. Um, so I'm having the mills, you know, the logs milled, which uh, keeps the, you know, if you go to a lumber yard and buy, most of our boards are with cherry, you're going to pay top dollar because it's already been through a few hands already before it gets to me. Especially and these then days. We, you know, and then we have to work with it, and then, you know, so... Um, I get a lot of all of my lumber that way. I have it drying in different stages so that I always have something ready dry for me to use. And right. that and it's and it's nice because we're these trees would otherwise either rot there or probably oh, yeah. cut up for firewood. Sure. Um, so we're giving them a second life, really. Absolutely. Also. That's the beauty of it. It's yeah. like a restoration. Right. Exactly. It, it's interesting as as I'm sitting here I realize that the three three of us work in wood right. right and yet it's each of our approaches is very different okay. very yes. unique yeah so we all work in a renewable source i as well like i i use tree holes but they're all from down trees mm -hmm. and my source as it's been over the past few years is uh asplund and eversource cutting those trees down oh, along yeah. the power line so a lot of tree work. 
they're doing a lot of tree work. So that's that's been a, a, a great source for me. Mm. And uh, mm -hmm. all right, folks. So here you go. 2023 Artists Open Studio. The website is aosct.org. Five days, November 24, 25, 26, and then the first weekend in December. Map inside. All the information to meet these good folks. I wish you good weather and a great turnout this year. Great. Well, thank, thank you. Thanks very for much. having us. Thank you very much. Ron. Have you back. Okay, we're taking a short break for some messages, and we're going to have the Patty Tewitt band as I hit the microphone there. It's my percussion contribution for the show. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, the maracas for the show. Uh, we're going to have Patty Tewitt here with her band after the break. Don't go away. Very good. Okay, we're good? Nicely good. done, Chance. Thank you. See, it would be so much nicer if I can get these things mounted. Yes. Yeah. It would be a better visual thing, too. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, good luck with it. everything. All right, yes, thank well, you. Thank you guys very we're, much. We're looking forward to it. That's for sure. Every year. Yeah. Good seeing you. Good seeing we'll you, too. Hopefully I'll see you next year. Yes. You got if some they photos, hire me right? back. <laughs> right? Matt, you got some photos? Yes, yeah. I did. So, uh, Aline, could I grab one more of these? You can keep those. Okay, we'll leave them in the studio because they'll go here. For <coughs> Great. Okay. Very good. So nice I'm going to see you all again. Have a good one. We'll meet again. <laughs> Come by. Okay, Laura, take care. I will. Okay, very good. Number nice 23. You bet. All right. Thanks, Jan. one out there with my, I have my card Oh, out very good, Jan. Okay. All right. Nice seeing you again, Jan. Take it easy. Have a good night. What's your name again? Matt. All right, Matt. Have a good Thank night, John. Okay, so they're going to come in just to talk. Yep. It's going to be wild, Matt. Just roll, baby. And then uh, we'll break, and then I'm going to stand over here with the mic out of the way. I'm not sure what I'll do, but, but, but you know, when the song plays, We'll have several minutes. Yes. Yeah, okay. We'll five and a half at that point. Okay. Put this so. Stand. Sure. Let's get lost easy. Or stepped on. Mm -hmm. So November 11 and November 18 is the other gig, right? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Jenna, put your foot stand right there in the center console. Okay. So if you can sit there, how, do we have enough people? We need one more chair. Well, no, I'll stand if you want. Okay. But you want to be near a microphone, too. Well, all we're going to do now is, is, is chat, and then we're going to play a Hard Case of the Blues. Mm -hmm. And when that's playing, we'll get the mic set okay. up for the instruments. Yep. And I'll be off on the side, so the flute, the mic will be just where you need. Yeah. How about if I share the mic with Peggy? I can swing one of these, this mic oh, around, okay. too, if we need to. Actually, yeah. let's, let's keep it might as well. Yeah, we'll especially with instrumentation. Here. You can share it down and grab this one. All right, so you want me to scooch to this one? sound check so that we can see if the mics are picking yeah. up things good. Okay, yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be really good. Definitely. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah. The song is like four and a half minutes. Five right? and a half. Okay, so um, plenty of times it's a great tune. <laughs> that's either the single or the B side of the single off the record. <laughs> uh, that that's a great sound. And the way it starts, the guitar just grabs <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's a nice sound. How close do we get to the mic? Uh, About like this? Yeah, right there. Yeah. Right there. 
Okay. Yeah, you don't have to be like this. You don't, you don't want to be like this. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's when you get pictures. This is so. And then we should do something like this maybe at the end of winter, towards spring. Oh yeah, yeah that would be great. On yeah. Recordings or you know, you'll have to let yep. me know when the calendar's good. Yep. <laughs> One minute, John. Yeah, we're only playing, after these two gigs that we're doing, we were only playing once at Black Eyed Sally's in January, and I have nothing else going on yet. <laughs> but yeah. it's the season Winter. to start yeah. sending out letters. <laughs> I'm actually recording some originals on Friday. Fuse? No, three of us, just three people, my oh, originals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Bob Laramie and Justin Blackburn. And me. At Elisa's, at Elisa's studio. Is that in Glastonbury? No. Um, Stafford Springs. Elisa Gianelli, Music Studio 307. Okay. You probably know her. You know her. Yes, you Maybe. know. I, I don't know the studio. Studio 307. Yep, Music Studio 307. Okay. Uh, Elisa is always at the table by the, um, in the uh, beer garden for the third yeah, Thursdays. She runs, oh. she books the bands for third I know Thursdays. Okay. <laughs> so the mics are okay with the cameras? Hey, hey, hey. Check the cameras. Can you see Patty? Check. Oh, it doesn't Just matter. She's a star. Like I don't need to be seen. Uh, yes, I, I know. We, <laughs> we weren't thinking. Uh, All right. Here. Three, two, one. All righty. Hey, we're back in the studio here. As you can see, this is the set of a Marx Brothers film right now in the studio. <laughs> we're looking at live music in Connecticut with the Patty Tewitt Band. With members in the house, they have two gigs coming up on November 11th and 18th. But 17th. In, I'm sorry, 17th. Thank you very much. But in addition to that, uh, we're talking about live music, how venues are doing, how the fans are coming out, and what's happening with streaming and websites and social media, and how musicians are trying to find new ways to connect to you all the time. So I want to thank you all for being here today. Thank you. For making music during the year for us to enjoy. And maybe, Patty, you could lead us off and just kind of introduce what's going to happen at these two events, and then we'll get started from there. Okay. I'm going to try and fit a lot in a short space. <laughs> you got time. You have a nice chunk of the show. Um, well, the first event is this coming Saturday on November 11th, and it's going to be a Connecticut Rhythm and Blues Festival with five bands, and um, we are one of them. <laughs> and... I can tell you everybody that's going to be on it. Taz sure. Crew is going to be featured. Uh, the Mighty Soul Drivers, nice. the Patty Tewitt Band, Blue Devil Blues, who just won a trip to Memphis by winning the Blues Challenge, um, Mick Colossa, and there are some special guests. I know that one is Jake Kulak. <laughs> They're going to be sitting in. And the uh, headliner, her name is Vanessa Collier, and she is definitely worth checking out. I saw her pre-COVID, and uh, she's a fantastic songwriter and saxophonist. She can also play guitar, but she leaves most of the big guitar work to her guitarist, whose name is Laura Chavez. And Laura Chavez won the Blues Music Award for Best Guitarist, bar female male categories. She was just wow. voted the best guitarist. Sweet. So it's going to be a really great show, and it's going to be from 2 to 10 p.m. It'll probably end around 9.30, but you know <laughs> yeah. and um also they wanted to let me know oh we are going to have some giveaways for tickets later too yes so um she wanted to have us mention that the uh it's a 100% nonprofit they are going to be benefiting 
blues music education programs in whatever place they have the event because they want this to be an annual event. Very nice. So New Britain will benefit from it for their schools and music programs. And Musicians Lifeline, which is for musicians who are struggling due to whatever reasons, whether it be yeah. health or finances That's or right. COVID or whatever. So uh, they're, they're going to be donating a lot of good money for that. Um, and the venue itself is more than just a, getting a seat in the theater. They're going to have um, some people who are catering it. At, food will be from the Polish plate. <laughs> and once you're in there, it is a long show. It's 2 to 10 or 2 to 9.30. And, um, but once you are in, you can come and go as you please. You're not stuck there the whole time. Nice. So uh, it's going to be an exciting event, and I'm so proud and glad that we're a part of it because we're going to have a great time. So I want to give you the website to jot down to get all the information that Patty just ran down. It's easy, ctbluesfest.com, ctbluesfest.com, November 11th coming up this weekend. This is going to be great. And that's at Trinity on Main in right. New Britain. in New Britain. Okay, and you have something following up now. Yes. Yep. Um, 17th, you said, right? The 17th, which is a Friday evening. We're mm -hmm. going to play from 7 to 8.30 at the Hall Memorial Library in Ellington. Oh. And this is a concert series that they hold usually over the course of the summer and the early fall. But we, we got our date changed, so now we're playing in November, November 17th. And uh, we're going to play all originals for that. And we are also going to be playing all originals for the show this coming weekend. So Hall Memorial Library has a good reputation for, for hosting concert series. Yeah. And it's on Main Street in Ellington. If you just look up Hall Memorial Library, Google it, you can find out. Yeah. And it's free. Just want to mention, in case you're listening to us on the radio or watching us, we're, we're speaking today with Patty Tewitt and the band. Sitting next to Patty, uh, we have Peggy Ann Cantos. I'm sorry, Peggy Ann Cantos Harvey. And she's here as part of the band. Sitting next to me is Jan Youngden. And also we have Mark... I'm sorry, Mark Anuli on bass. Uh, and we're going to hear some live music after we chat a bit more. We're going to take a break and hear some recorded music from their last release, which I've been playing on the radio a lot since it came out. It's called Hard Case of the Blues. It's a great record. We're going to hear one of that. And while that's playing, we're going to set everything up for them to play. Uh, so how has it been since COVID is kind of, quote, past? People are adapting. You're getting out to play. You've been out. I've seen all your Facebook activity. What's the response been like to finally get out this year? It's been pretty wonderful. And uh, we still like to play outdoors more than indoors. <laughs> Just because of the safety, you know, there are these bumps for COVID still happening. But yeah, um, yeah. my general way to promote is through Facebook because that is our demographic of people to reach. And um, we get a lot of responses from that when we, uh, when we advertise that way. And... As you may know, everybody in the band has other projects going on. Yes. And uh, Jan has been doing an interesting thing. Tell, tell them about your podcast. Well, we're going to be featured on um, Random Acts of Funk podcast <laughs> this Funky. Friday. We're going to do our, our Fuse original called Gonna Be Funky. And then the following week on the 17th, they're going to feature us. Uh, as the feature band, so it'll be more than one song that they do. Light it up. Yes, our CD, Light It Up. Uh, the other thing I got going on this weekend is I'm recording some originals in the studio, um, Studio 307, Elisa Gianelli's studio with 
Just three of us, Justin Black and Stafford. Yep. Justin Blackburn on drums and percussion and Bob Laramie on bass. And I'm going to, we're going to do basic tracks for three songs. And then I'm going to do a long day. I'm going to do flute overdubs, synthesizer overdubs, organ overdubs, all the solos. I saw your folks play this summer at the Street (laughs) Fest. And it was a musical, (laughs) it was an incredible variety of sounds right in downtown Willamette. so as you move forward on your projects, you know, opportunities for new releases. I'm getting a lot of musicians to come around. You just have to let us know when the timing is good, and we'll continue the stories. Mark, what's it like for you now in terms of your music and your plans as we get into the uh, fall-winter period? I know people are inside now, so we have to think about COVID a little bit. There are going to be spikes. But how's it been for you getting back in the swing? Well, uh all the musicians took a hit uh, during the pandemic and uh, unless you were doing studio projects and things of the like uh, you weren't working right so uh, patty uh, during the pandemic uh, basically recorded two albums so she made good use of her downtime she wrote a lot of music yeah we woodshedded that music uh, in a very uh covid friendly way i recall uh, october of 2020 being out in your backyard in a big circle and uh, you know braving the weather but getting the music down recorded in the studio a couple of months later so uh, with opportunities like that I've been able to keep very busy with Patty I also work with another band uh, called Horizon Blue mm-hmm. they're an acoustic Americana band out of Manchester and um, they also we also did some recording during that period so I think for many musicians it was a time maybe to reflect yeah, um, and write, write and record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I wanted to uh, let the website pattytoit.com. You can follow up on these releases. Would you like to share your website or your Facebook for Fuse and the I other music you're doing? Fusefunkband.com. There you go. I have janyoungdentrio.com as go. well. My jazz trio, which yeah. I forgot to mention. Yeah. And how about you, Peggy Ann? Well, I'm, I've managed to stay really busy, actually. Um, I'm playing with Bruce John uh, as a duo. We get together at least a couple times a month. I play out with him. And we're going to be on the radio tomorrow at 7.40. Going to do doing his... Um, Wayno. Yeah, with Wayne Norman. Wayno. You got it. Yeah, I can't wait to... Hey, Wayne, how you doing, That's buddy? It. Yeah, That's I haven't it, seen man. him in about 30 years, but I'm psyched for that. So I've been playing with Bruce, and he's really been great. I've learned so much from him. And, of course, with Patty, I've learned so much. And um, I have a bluegrass background. Uh, so I, I was playing with it. I still play with an acoustic band, uh, the Hot Flashes. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. Amy Galton and the That's Hot Flashes. Right, and, yes. Uh, we've got a, a couple gigs coming up in uh, December, uh, holiday shows um, on Friday the 8th and then the 17th. The 8th in Glastonbury and the 17th at the Breadbox. Yep, yep. And then uh, I got a lot of bluegrass going on, too. I think um, on the 25th of... Uh, November, I'm playing with a bluegrass band called Shady Creek. We've got a, a gig at the Killingly Grange in um, Killingly, wow. and that's a bluegrass band, and there's a couple groups that are going to play there. And uh, if anyone's around in uh, December uh, heading to Chatham, I'm playing with a bluegrass band there um, from Boston, the reunion band. We're going to do uh, New Year's Eve, the first night in Chatham which is a fabulous celebration of the new year, and there's all kinds nice of... Nice location. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I love this gig. It's it's fabulous, yeah. So 
I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm really busy. And, yeah, and what busy. I what I did in during COVID, I was actually, I wrote this little spiel to encourage people to take advantage of the time to learn to play an instrument or go on YouTube. And there's so many teaching tools on YouTube where you can learn to play. And I actually hooked up with a violinist in uh, Greece, and I've been doing uh, Zoom gypsy jazz violin lessons via Whoa. via Zoom for three years, my three years. Like a Borelli Legrand kind of thing? You yeah, know, that guy's it, a phenomenal yeah, player. It's, it's great. I'm having Chris Cosides is the mm -hmm. violinist in Greece. But yeah. It's great. Peggy yeah. is constantly learning new things. And oh I have to say, I am so grateful that I have everybody here in my band. And uh, Judy Tompkins, who plays drums, isn't here because we weren't going to try to fit the whole drum kit in here. <laughs> but um, I wish that she could have been here. Sure. But um, I am so happy with this band because even though even though we all have long experience, this has only been a two-year-old band together. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of learning of all of in those CD years. materials long, yeah. In, yeah. in a short time. And another thing about it is that on the record itself, Paul Nelson did a lot of lead guitar, mm -hmm. but because we were looking around for a guitarist, but when we tried out guitarists, we just, we felt that we had enough without a guitarist. So we just adapted the songs so that we could play them mm -hmm. without guitar. And I think that gives us a really unique sound. And we have four girls playing and Mark on the bass. <laughs> wow. So um, all yeah. of the leads are by girls and and Judy is just a killer drummer. She always mm -hmm. excites the crowd. That's kind of an orchestration thing you're doing, really. Oh, you're yeah, really we are arranging the parts. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's really a lot sweet. of arrangement involved, but we try to make it look like there isn't. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the fun, Let's right? Let's jam. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Let's <laughs> surprise the hell out of them, right? Uh, yeah. Now, Peggy, and I forgot to how can people reach you? Is it Facebook or website? Uh, a With all your stuff. Ways. Uh, the Hot yeah. Flashes has uh, a website. It's the Hot Flashes Music dot com and be careful where you're going to be sent if you're not specific the hot flashes oh, music.com this is a family show yeah, come on exactly, come on exactly. i won't even go there and then uh the bluegrass group uh, nick anderson and shady creek they're on um facebook you can find them nick anderson and shady creek but all the shows there are publicized we do bluegrass festivals and, yeah and the like it's really pretty cool and i'm on patty which has a free way to listen to the last two CDs if you want to listen to it before you purchase it. That's really sweet of you to do that. Yeah, well, you know, you want to get the exposure and you want to get it out there. I if know. You, if you make it so that they can't have access to it, then people won't even know or try. That's part of our discussion later. Plant, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's how you plant the seed to spread around. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And... um. I'm also on Facebook, and I have a music page, but you can just friend me on Facebook or go to my music page. So I am happy to be friends with people. <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely keep this in mind for the future, too. Mark, any way for people to reach you through the website or on your own experiments? You have the other band in Manchester that I you do? I do have um, a Facebook page. Yep. My name, Mark Anuli. Okay. Let me figure out the spelling. <laughs> and, uh, but you can see uh, catch Horizon Blue Band at horizonblueband.com and check out our Americana and acoustic style music. All right, so what we're gonna do now is take a break and play some of the music from this fine group. And while we're hearing a tune, they're gonna set up for some live music in a few minutes. What we're gonna do is hear the title track from the most recent release, something I've been playing a lot of WECS, Hard Case of the Blues. You're gonna love this. The opening track is up next.
can I do to ease your trouble? What can I do to ease your pain? Because lately you've been in a bubble. I've tried to burst it. I skipped over to the bridge. Okay, two verses, bridge, then solo, and then fourth verse, then accordion solo. Okay. Cool. Is there the F and the C section? Is that in there too? Yeah. Yes, we're going to do that. That's after the bridge. That's after the second verse. Peggy plays over that. Get our arrangement. One minute. It's doing the, the verse over again, but it's just an F. So you're just going to shoot wide and just go with the first Yeah. Can you do more? Yeah, that's cool. Pull the star in the back. 
Twice. Then it goes back to the seat. Okay. <laughs> Gee, we had this down like that. Yeah, that's it. Whatever we do. You, that's okay. Uh, no, you, you need to be in. You're the one that needs to be in. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can all scooch over. 15 seconds. Sorry. Okay, we're back live in the studio here on the home front. Very happy to have you with us here at WILI. I'm going to get out of the way now and let you enjoy the Patty Tewitt Band. Oh, thank you, John. Thanks for having us. Um, this one is called Enough to Survive, and I this is actually an old one out of the archives, but we were working on it this summer a little bit, so we want to do this one because we get to feature Jan on the accordion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Peggy will be on the saxophone, so let's get right to it. Thank <laughs> you. 
some jazz. Just making another surprise. Don't know if I'll ever make it out alive. Here's some jazz. in some applause here. That's really nice to have live music in the house here at the Patty Tewitt Band. Uh, do we have time for one more? What do you think? Yes, let's try. Okay, we'll do a second tune and then we'll have a short conversation here. Live music, so I'll let you... Okay. So once again, they're playing on November 11th at Trinity on Main in New Britain. If you go to ctbluesfest.com, they're going to be part of a whole program that day. Sponsored by the Connecticut Blues Society. Good call, good call. They're doing oh, a lot yeah, of work. and I did want to give a shout-out to the people yeah, tickets who to give put away. this together. Yeah, um, Ellen Sebastian put this whole thing together, and her husband, Scott. Scott is the president of the Connecticut Blues Society. Oh, awesome. But this is her project, and he's helping her with this because she wants this to be an annual event. Okay, so we have two tickets. Is that right? Yes, two tickets. Okay, if you call 860-456-1400 right now, Matthew will pick up the phone. I don't know if I'll be able to hear it, though, with the music. Oh, you know what? <laughs> call after we end at 6 o'clock. Yes. Call, call after we're done, 456-1400. We'll talk about that in a minute. I'll let you get right to it. Okay, ready?
bebop thing Cause you're my bebop baby Don't ever stop Bebop baby My heart flip flop Bebop baby Stay up all night There ain't no other so privileged to have these folks here in the studio live. We have just a few moments left, but we have a couple of minutes to talk about the industry today. So we'll have to be very brief, maybe short answers about streaming. Some people are saying streaming is really hurting musicians because people don't know that it's free to them, but artists are not getting paid well. And I wonder how you're experiencing or hearing from other musicians about how the industry is treating music today. Well, you kind of hit it right on the head there. There's not a lot more to add, but I will say this is that um, it used to be that if you played out, you could sell a lot of merchandise and you could sell either vinyl or CDs or even thumb drives for computer age. And what we're finding now, even between last year and this past summer's concerts, is that people don't have CD players in their cars. They've gotten rid of their CD players. So the merchandise that we have is CDs. <laughs> and um, so it is really, really hurting us as artists to be able to make money when we're playing out. Um, the other thing is that there's not a lot of, um, well, you can order things on the website, but since people can stream it, they don't think, they think that if they're screen, sorry, if they're streaming, that it's paying the subscription and that's helping to pay us, but it's like a percentage of a penny that you Fresh. get for a play. And so, you know, even the really great, you know, well-known, long-standing musicians are not making a lot of money off of the royalties that they used to make. And, um, I mean, it used to be that you could get at least 50% of the cost back if you, because you'd have the royalties, but now it's, it's a lot worse. So, what I'm trying to have people do is to order the merchandise off the website. But it's like, okay, you go to a show, you go home, you forget about it. <laughs> so it's it has been a really bad season for getting a lot of sales. Um, people do know about us. We're getting the exposure. Patty, you should talk about your worldwide exposure that you've gotten. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. Yeah. Patty has a lot of worldwide exposure. She got Americana Airplay, which is really significant nationally to get on the charts that way. That yes. was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah for the uh, Roots music. And, um, and we did get a publicist who actually sent our CDs, the physical CDs, to a bunch of broadcasters, podcasters, and radio personalities throughout the world. So I do get, I get friend requests from and Australia and yeah. the Netherlands and Croatia and France. And, that is uh, worldwide. Yeah. It, we all, it's helped us get better gigs here, too, because we have some recognition. 
exactly you know, from that. Yes. That's important Which when you go nice. to someone because it helps you to show a stronger presence mm -hmm. and a base that really cares more. They've right. had a chance to get to know you. Yes, and uh, playing at bars is a hard thing to do now because we have more people in the band. And COVID really hit a lot of restaurants and a lot of bars hard. It and did. so they don't, they don't pay what they used to pay pre-COVID even. So not that it was a big money maker in the first place, but if you want to play, you got to play, you know. And right. so we were driven to play there. And, uh, but now it's really hard to justify going and playing out for just a few hours in a bar where you just can't get the money that you need to make right. it worthwhile. Yeah. And we have big hearts. We're playing this uh we're playing this weekend at a quite reduced price. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's part of what that's people are struggling with. That's why I'm happy to have people and, you know, they're all trying to figure out how to make it sustainable for the long run, not just for the short term. So I, the clock is running here, but thank you for sharing today some music. We'll have you back as your other projects move forward. And I have thank to you. congratulate Peggy as well. Uh, you did a wonderful thing at Eastern with Bruce John. I was thank there you. that last Wednesday about the history of music. You did a really sweet that's job. That's what you're doing tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah, that was a great thing. Yeah, well, that's what we're, we're the, doing that exact show yeah. They're doing that show with, tomorrow morning, Wayno's show. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, it's going to be great. It's be great. Also, that show was posted on the Eastern website. So at some point, people that missed you at Eastern, I can send you a link. You'll be able to watch the whole story. I'll send you a link. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again to everybody. Thank you for, for having us, John. Thank, and thank you, Matt. Matt thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. I'm going to see you next stuff. week. Take care, everybody. Keep the faith. Thanks.